0: In just a minute, we'll get to the topic of today, what you can and cannot learn from a stress test. When someone we know has a heart attack, we worry about the possibility of having a heart attack ourselves. So we rush to the doctor and we ask, how about a stress test? A stress test is a procedure used to measure the heart, how the heart works while exercising. On a treadmill, an exercise bike, you can do it with drug induction. As well. You give a drug and it causes the heart to beat fast. There are four basic types of stress tests drug induced stress tests, they bypass exercise, as I mentioned. It uses a drug, usually adenosine to stress the heart and cause the arteries to dilate. Stress EKG or stress ECG. That is the original stress test. The patient walks for about 10 minutes on a treadmill and you get an EKG, you don't have the nuclear studies. Now we'll talk about the nuclear studies in just a minute, but we show a clip, I think it's NBC news video about this topic a little bit later. You'll see a couple of numbers in there which indicate they're talking about stress EKG. The first is that it says there's only 3.5 million being done per year. The reality is, in 2018, there were 8 million nuclear stress tests done and a little bit less than a million stress EKGs done in the U.S. alone. Again, in 2019, I haven't seen the data yet. 2020, that number plummeted. The other difference, if you go to that link and you watch the whole video, you'll see it listed as two to $300. That's the other tip off. That's a stress EKG, not a stress nuclear test. We'll talk about those a little bit further and we can talk about them in the Q&A as well. Stress echo is also done. It's the same as a stress EKG or nuclear stress test, except that it uses a cardiac ultrasound or echo. Nuclear stress test is now by far the most common. There are 10 nuclear stress tests done for every one of the other types that we're talking about. Again, as I said, over 8 million were done per year up until 2020 with COVID. Instead of using echo, they do have EKGs as well, but they also use radioactive thallium tracers. So what can a stress test actually tell you? Well, according to the Mayo Clinic, and I have some issues with the Mayo Clinic, but we're gonna go ahead and quote them on this topic. It shows how your heart works during physical activity. Well, that's true. It can reveal problems with blood flow within your heart. Well, that's true too. It may also guide treatment decisions, measure the effectiveness of treatment or determine the severity If you've already been diagnosed with a heart condition, that's true as well. Diagnosis coronary artery disease, well, if it's a positive test, it can help. It can help indicate the need for other tests, but there are a lot of false positives. Over 25% of positive stress tests are false positives. And as we'll show later on, it depends on how you define false positive and false negative. Clearly, at least 25% of negatives are false negatives as well. Again, back to what Mayo Clinic says it diagnoses heart rhythm problems and guides treatment of heart disorders. Again, you start seeing me going a little bit like that. From Harvard Health, expert guidelines now discourage just in case stress testing. It's not 100% accurate. If stress testing were 100% accurate, everyone would have them regularly and that's not recommended, but it's quite often done. It cannot absolutely rule out coronary artery disease or diagnose it. A, quote, normal stress test can't rule out the chance that a plaque will later rupture and block an artery. The U.S. Preventive Services Task Force urges physicians to stop routinely offering exercise stress testing. The tide is turned against exercise stress testing for otherwise healthy men, even men with risk factors. There are better tests, and exercise stress test is designed to find out if coronary arteries contain fatty deposits or plaque. And here's the key, that block of vessels 70% or more. You can still have a heart attack. In fact, most heart attacks occur in people with blockage less than 50%, which we'll get to here. Stress tests are the go-to measurement for arterial plaque. Unfortunately and ironically, stress tests don't measure plaque. They only measure blood flow. They can't detect plaque unless there is greater than 50 to 70% blockage of the blood flow. 86% of heart attacks occur in people with less than 70% occlusion and 68% of heart attacks occur in people with less than 50%. So it's no wonder that the Tim Russert story happened and all of us know stories of people that had a negative stress test were greatly relieved and then had an event. So heart attacks could happen even though a stress test won't show anything. Increased blockage does not correlate with the plaque's susceptibility to rupture. And that's what the problem is. A lot of this assumption about stress tests is based on the incorrect assumption that it's the amount of plaque that you have. And it's not the amount, it's the status of the plaque, whether it's inflamed or not. So if you look up accuracy of stress tests, you'll see a bunch of numbers. You'll see between 60 and 80 percent. You'll see nuclear stress tests is, eight, quote, 80 to 90 percent accurate. But then start digging a little bit deeper and find out what they mean by accurate. And then ask the question, well, actually, you can look it up. You can Google it. You'll see the snippet coming from, I think, one of the NIH references saying 1.5 million of those 8 million stress tests are known false positives or false negative. So again, you gotta ask yourself, if you are feeling lucky? Stress tests like humans make mistakes or errors too and doctors label such errors as false positive or false negative. In Tim Russert's case, his stress test result was negative, which should mean he's negative for heart disease, which they knew was not the case. And again, unfortunately was most likely interpreted as that he wasn't gonna have a heart attack. However, we knew that he had come to a heart attack six weeks later, succumbed to a heart attack. So therefore, if you're talking about prediction of heart attack, clearly it was a false negative. And when you go back and you read about false negatives, false positives and quote accuracy, this 80 to 90% accuracy of a nuclear stress test. Again, dig a little bit deeper and find out exactly what they mean by accuracy. So again, as I've said maybe too many times and you see it in general places for lay people like Harvard Health, A true positive does not automatically equate to a heart attack, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have a stent, which doesn't prevent a heart attack either. They just indicate the presence of cardiac pathology. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.